Welcome everybody to the podcast, where we are going to shine a light on Abraham Lincoln and take a look at his differing views during the Civil War. For a long time, we've all known Abraham. Yeah, Abraham. Abraham. Yeah, yeah, Abraham. Yeah, yeah, Abraham. Abraham. Yes, Abraham Lincoln, as his bright savior of a man that wrote the Emancipation Proclamation and freed the slave. But he was not actually that type of man schools are teaching him to be. So today we're going to be discussing about him, and maybe we can learn something new. So, Leon, what did schools teach you about Lincoln in the Civil War? Um, for Lincoln, he's a great emancipator, great guy, has a tall hat, um, extremely tall, and he never tells a lie, uh, along with the fact that he freed the slaves. Well, for the Civil War, uh, it was a battle between North and South that for Southerners that it's really not a battle over slavery, it was a battle over states' rights and for the North, don't really know what they're fighting for. They're just kind of fighting to keep the Union together. Mm-hmm. And that there was just moral high ground because the North didn't have slaves. South did. South bad. Where in reality, it's not black and white like that. It's very, eh. And mm-hmm. we'll go in on that. Yeah. So, I'm going with what you said. The North did actually have slaves. It just wasn't as prominent as chattel slavery down in the uh, South. Slaves would be like, mm, well, they you know, go work in the factory. That's what their slaves would look like. To quote President Lincoln as the great emancipator, you had said, from his fourth debate, his pres- fourth presidential debate between his rival, can- rival candidate, Douglas, I am not nor ever have been in the favor of bringing about any way the social and political equality of the white and the black races. I am not nor ever have been in favor of making voters or jurors of black people nor qualifying them to hold office, nor to intermarry white people. And I will say, in addition to this, that there is a physical difference between the white and black races, which I believe will forever forbid the two races living together on terms of social and political equality. In the face of that quote, how has your opinion of good old Abe here changed? Um, it's, uh, it changes a lot. Um, it very much makes you see things differently uh, because our history is very much written in like a America's great type of way. Mm-hmm. And so right now, as, as me, like speaking from my own opinion, it's not very surprising because history is never always great. It's, mm-hmm. it's always, there's always a bad that isn't told or if it is, then clearly it wasn't bad enough. Um, and so the, for a quote that goes with that, which very much shocked me was family life may also collapse and the increase of mixed breed bastards may someday challenge the supremacy of the white man when he was talking. This isn't connected to the Douglasson, but when he was just talking on blacks and whites and them living in America. And that's crazy to think being mixed myself. That it's like thinking about a white man with a big hat calling me a bastard because Seems a little disheartening and a little painful. Yeah. <laughs> Did you also know that before his presidential debates, or even before he even came president, his before president time, and during his presidency until his death, he had the idea of sending every black person inside of America to a colony somewhere that was not America. I did not know that until recently. Um, looked into it, saw that uh, we wanted to send them to literally any colony at any place in the lower half of world that had darker skinned individuals and I wanted to mm-hmm. try and make out all white America because he 
he says that there's just no way for them to mix. And when we look at it in that retrospect type of way of reality now, he's right, but he isn't right for the way that he wanted to go across um, changing that and like making it not a problem. He should have mm-hmm. addressed the problem, but being a white man in this time, that's not something that's on his mind. Another quote from him, okay. which is even worse than the first one. Right, if then. I could save the union without freeing any slaves, I would do it. And if I could save the union by freeing all the slaves, I would do it too. And if I could save the union by freeing some slaves and leaving others, I would do it too. So usually in American history, the North is seen as the freer of slaves, bringing the end to the injustices of the South. But Lincoln, the chief basically of the North, said that if he had a choice to not free any slaves, he would do it. It's, it's, it's shocking, um, but at the same time, again, white man in his time, it's not shocking when you think about history, when you think about the um, situation. The more shocking part is the fact that it's never taught. Like, we have to take a class on African-American history, go down a completely different ra- uh, pathway of normal American history to learn the truth or learn different perspectives of the truth and learn how much lies we've been fed like there's literally books in like georgia and where and in other southern states um, where they just downplay slavery yeah that's true just barbecuing feeding them keeping them nice and fed and then it's a, it's a nice little community it's it's not it's like human right violation like we're demonizing and abusing and destroying people and we're still doing it just in different shades mm-hmm. so seeing how what a was usually taught it's actually before this is why we need crt mm-hmm. crt critical oh, race theory yeah. this is why we need this in class because it just teaches us what we have been fed which is entirely wrong mm-hmm. so do you think Lincoln deserves all this praise he's getting or do you think his reputation should be a little bit more tarnished than it actually is i feel like as a whole we should take the goods with the bads and that if it tarnishes the reputation, it tarnishes the reputation. It doesn't matter. It's history, and history as a whole should not be written as a victor wins. It's written like that because the victor is the last one there until um, they're the only one who can write it. Mm-hmm. But it should always be written in like a neutral stance, which is hard because humans are never neutral. Um, but it should be written in a neutral stance that gives us the, the black and white. Of course, I'm not saying teach your third grader about those quotes we said about mixed beat bastards and everything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when they grow older, that the history we're taught should also grow and that we shouldn't be teaching little kids that they were having barbecues. That's that's just too far. Like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? You're telling them that they were having an amazing time all their life. And on top of that, there's people that lived, um, there's a man who lived in Tarsa and doesn't even know about the Tarsa massacre that occurred in his own town. And really? was surprised by that when his own. Um, professor had to brought it up and it was just like there's so much hidden and it's all because of generally white people and their feelings and it's just it's very stupid and i hate it so mm-hmm. much and that it should just be history outright this is the bad this is the good and depending on how many bads depending on how many goods they can be quantified as either good and or quote-unquote bad quote-unquote for good well, but a lot of stuff feeling 
out. Thank you for uh, stopping by and letting me have a talk with you. And thank you, the listeners, for stopping by and listening to us ramble about what we think of, about Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Well, thank you all. We'll see you. Thank you.